This morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, we talked about all the stuff that went on. Didn't even bring up that Tool was here all weekend, Friday and Saturday. It was a big weekend for the Valley. In fact, last year's Super Bowl uh, weekend here was uh, seemingly less than what was going on in this place this week. It was a great party going on in our town. And the other thing we didn't talk about was uh, Travis Kelsey's baby fit where he tried to kill Andy Reid for a second, which is pretty funny to watch. But uh, Travis screaming at, uh, at the top of his lungs at Andy. Just a, a little uh, foreshadowing for... Uh, Taylor's life if she ever steps out of line. There's a little violent streak in Travis we saw. Keep those hips strong. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't even imagine the money that's going to be. It was funny because oh. Reed, they interviewed him afterwards. He's like, I, I got to work on my balance. Yeah, well, don't but worry about he, it. He was saying uh, he was caught up in the moment, and he's like, this is what I, I love about him. I mean, he's intense. Oh, yeah. The kid wants to play. He's a competitor. Yeah. And he's screaming at Andy that he needs to be on the field for everything, especially the fumble. I could have prevented that. Uh, you couldn't have prevented uh, Isaiah Pacheco from fumbling. <laughs> Idiot. Maybe he has some sort of power of Taylor. But, I, yeah, the money that's going to get spent on getting an interview with those two, because Taylor ain't free, and they, she's smart. So she's going to recognize the opportunity when they say, hey, Taylor, you want to sit down with Travis? And she goes, no, not for free. That's going to be a massive payday for for the for both of them. Probably sit down with Oprah or something and just talk about the insanity because they're not just going to pop in on the Today Show and be cute. I mean, happen. you get updates. Does she have to go back to Good the Lord. tour? I mean, when's the next? I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I don't know. Does I'll look it up today? for you. We had a you mass know? shooting in this country. I didn't get an update on, <laughs> but I got it when when Travis landed. I when, had no idea that happened until yeah. you mentioned it last night. Yeah. I knew all about Taylor landing. Oh, yeah. But I had no idea oh, that... The, that we, we, yeah, there was a mass shooting yeah. at Joel Osteen's uh, Lakewood Church, which is the old Houston Summit. It's not... It would be like a mass shooting at the Footprint Center. And, of course, because I hang out with people with dark hearts, my comedian friend there, Jimmy, last night was there, and he goes, did you see she brought her kid with? She was. She brought her child in to do the lady. It was a shooter, a female shooter. Yeah, walked in and she had her kid. I was like, we couldn't find a sitter for that. You can't get one. Oh, we're still doing. It's like you got to call the aunts and the uncles and the guy. Hey, I got a little thing I want to take. She took her kid. The kid. The kid took a shot. Really? Five the years kid old. Shot too? No, no, no. Oh, I was like, one wow. landed on him. The, the the they were shooting back. Oh, shooting at her. Yeah, she. I think she took out five people at Osteen's church, and then they the two undercover cops dropped her like a bad habit and. Punched one of the kid. That's Texas. They bring guns to church. Good. Too. Yeah. It's a good thing they Damn brought right. good. And good people did great work by getting rid of that. That's a full out. Again, if you even half of, if you had a car show at the Footprint Center and it was half full, that's the Osteen thing. That's still 10,000 people. The fact they got out of there without a huge body count's insane. Yeah, she just kept popping shots. Bonk, 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 bonk. I don't get a, a news alert for that. But when Tay-Tay landed in L.A., my phone, ding! Uh-oh, breaking news. Yeah, the Osteen thing is a strange... That's a really strange one, because... 
Who's she representing? What's that going to be? Immediately saw conspiracy theories on that, that it was arranged. And I'm like, I don't buy into this. Now we go the Alex Jones thing. And, and people believe that somebody came in there and started to shoot. And God saved lives. And Yeah, Osteen's, Osteen's church is crazy to begin with. I watch him every Sunday. <laughs> I do. I love watching Joel. It just He's a charlatan. And I love watching Joel Osteen. Doesn't need to have a... His place shot up for being a charlatan, just be. But what is this lady's end game? What's her motivation? Is she a super religious person that thinks that Joel is the, you know, uh, he's going to make so much money off of this? It's going to be ridiculous. Put cash in the uh, offering right, and yeah. denying, saying you're not donating to the church. Right. Like I don't know what she like. Her is she an anti-religious person? Is she super religious and wants to kill all the? You know, the, the like I say, charlatan. I don't know, but we'll find out about her. But she brought her kid to her mass shooting, which is mind-blowing. Like, the kid got out of the car with mom and a long gun and started to walk towards the thing, just started popping off rounds, and the kid took a punch. Critically wounded. Is the kid the critical? Kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd shoot the kid, too. Might have had a bomb strapped to him. The mom's nuts. Anybody with a long gun and holding hands with a kid, the kid's in on it. you got to take them all out. Iraqi war vets will tell you, you can't trust the kids either. They say, I'm not doing that. Maybe the kid had like a, maybe he was holding. You try not to hit him, but for crying out loud, mom's got a long gun. Start spraying bullets her direction. Yeah, and she claimed she had a bomb. That, That little kid was the bomb. Yeah, they took him out. A crazy story. Didn't get a news update for that. Had to find that one. Had to see, had to seek that out on my own. Of course, I know exactly when Taylor Swift's plane landed in L.A. on I Saturday. Ordered. Oh, yeah. Got to make sure we get those photos out. But mine was like, it was like 1985 yesterday. Word of mouth. Did you hear about the Osteen thing? Huh? And then I have to go searching for it. Like, yeah, it was like the eighth story on Yahoo. Oh, yeah. Mass shooting over there at the Osteen complex. Did you see Tay-Tay and Ice Spice? Yeah, I did. I saw that. It was adorable. I saw another story last night. Shortly before the Spanish language service. Maybe she just hates Mexicans. Yeah. Who knows what? Oh, it could have been an immigration thing over there in Tucson. Or uh, Texas. Who knows? And then I saw another story. that This should have been a news update, too, just for the hilarity of it. So uh, you might have had this in the Brady Report coming up, but I'm spoiling this one. In Boston, some dogs sniffed out a couple of luggage, bags of luggage. Did you see this? Unreal. So a guy goes through and he's like, oh, no, no, I've got some, uh, I've got some stuff in there. That He's from the Republic of Congo. i got some things in there that dog's probably picking up on. Don't worry about it. It's donkeys. It's donkey heads. It's like, you got donkey heads in your bag? Yeah, donkey heads, no big deal. Thinking, being from Congo, that's a reasonable explanation. That Oh, all right, just donkey heads. Off you go. The donkey heads is going to... All right, we're going to take a look at that. Well, it wasn't donkey heads. It was mummified dead monkeys. Loads of them in his bag. He had mummified dead monkeys. And there were five of them, uh, dehydrated monkeys. And they, uh, they're like, huh. Uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. The monkeys are, uh, they call it bush meat. He, he pretty sure they weren't going to have that in Boston. So he pa- basically packed a lunch. Brought his own protein. He, he BYO'd his own. So he's, it's banned in the United States because of diseases. Thank you. Way to go, USA. But uh, bushmeat into the United States is a real poses a real danger. It can carry germs that cause illness like Ebola. Africans cannot bring in 
dead monkeys in a thing. And thank God for our TSA still looking for that kind of stuff. Uh, I said the charges were filed, but all the luggage was seized. Nine pounds of monkey meat uh, is destroyed now because of that. But that was what he came by. He's like, I'm pretty sure you guys weren't going to have it. Then there's a picture. Look at that. That was in his suitcase. Monkey meat and little dead monkey heads just laying there. This dude packed a bag. And I keep in mind, now, this was his bag also. It's just a bundle of sticks and twine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to seem like a bigot. But the dogs are picking up a scent. But here we go and uh, cancel all flights from the Congo if we have to. Anybody who carries a wicker basket of luggage onto a plane with a little, you know, tablecloth over the top of it. How do they not catch that in the Congo? How do they not, as you're getting on the plane, that dude made it all the way to Boston. He was at Logan International when they're like, they found the monkeys. A little, little more laxed. Yeah, on the plane well, that means there. to me, the first, look, I'm not in charge of much, but if I was in charge of airports, the second somebody from your country lands with monkey meat in their bag and all it was was just flipping back the tablecloth to look into his basket of luggage and you see four dead monkeys and then another monkey head. And they let that one pass. No more flights in from the Congo for until you straighten that out. We're letting everything in here. This, we might as well just. I mean, there's just undraw all the lines. Bush meat. I will bring my own meat. I bet you they don't have dead monkey in Boston. I've seen many episodes of Cheers. Never once did Cliff O'Norm eat monkey. Nope, not once. And you're not allowed in here anymore. And you wrecked it for everybody. One bad apple. One basket of monkeys is the end of the travel plans between us and the uh, the Congo. And I know what people are saying. Oh, you can't blame the whole Congo. Sure I can. Why wouldn't I? It's never happened from anywhere else. We don't have an issue with that with Canada. Bringing in monkey meat. If Canada started to drag moose in... By the by, the Pier 1 basket full. We're going to start looking at the Toronto airport going, hey, guys, want to keep an eye on that for us? Before we, we don't want to be the ones turning that around. That made a whole flight. A You're whole right. flight. I mean, people, uh, you know, when you're talking about that Canada thing, they've gone fishing. Sure. Uh, Alaska, you you're still you got to report back. that in. Report it. You're not you're very rarely bringing You're only meat allowed back. so much. Right. And you used to have to go through a guy to get it here. Like yeah. you go hunting there. You have to go through you can't just put it in a basket and start floating over on Alaska Airlines. <laughs> Land at Sky Harbor with your bucket of It's dead in your meat. Uh, golf club carrying bag. <laughs> right. But those are heavy clubs. Gotta hand it to the dude. He didn't put much effort in. It's no, that's literally uh, just a that's box. That's not a of designer a bag. Yeah. No, they're not Gucciing up on that one. But, you know, the folks at Boston, good job by the dogs. Like, this ain't right. I'm going to alert this one. They, and they weren't trained. Can you imagine the smell? Well, they're mummified. There's not much. It took the dogs to get close. I mean, they're dehydrated. You're not dead body oh, and it's out like too bad. monkey jerky? Yeah, kind of. Monkey jerky. <laughs> because they're looking to eat it. So, yeah, I guess it's already yeah. prepped. Yeah, he took care of all the, we got all the junk out of there. It's a long flight. And then when he gets home, slap that on the fire and have some. With the skulls. Bush meat. Need the skulls in there. No more food. You're not allowed to bring any food from... I don't think you've ever been allowed to do that. But uh, that's the end of that. No no monkey meat on a plane. And that's a warning to everybody else. Say I'm uh, Trump-like. Say I'm a dictator. It's a warning to the rest of the world. 
one of your citizens tries to bust monkey meat into our country, your whole country is banned for a little while until we straighten out your airport. Go through the proper importer. <laughs> right. We probably have a guy here that'll get you that. But if you don't have the cash for monkey meat, then stay there. Can you get your Harry and David's monkey jerky? Why are you leaving Africa in the first place if your main delicacy is monkey meat? You're not. Why go to a place that doesn't have it? That's like Brady going to a vegan nation. It's just, you, 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 why? What you want is here at home. He shouldn't have been on the plane. He was setting up for a romantic Valentine's but maybe. meal. <laughs> He met that special someone yeah, online. To- she said, I know what would be fun. What is that, baby? <laughs> I'll make an indigenous dish from Boston, beans and stuff, and you bring something from your country. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, my God. That's going to be so romantic. We'll have a traditional Bostonian meal, which is Duncan and beans, and then you can fly in with whatever it is you people eat. So exciting. That is a date. We are going to have a great night. I wonder what he's going to bring. Five dead monkeys. I brought Duncan. <laughs> Idiot. What is Duncan? Yuck. Here is some monkey meat. You like the sprinkles. Monkey meat. They got caught in our airports. Yeah, cancel that immediately. It's ridiculous. You can't have it. But, uh, yeah, so there it was. And they got to cancel the Congo, cancel all those flights. I didn't even know Congo was one of those things. So. Somebody said, I just want to say appreciate you saying what's up on Friday. I was the guy in the suites with my bro- brother that rudely interrupted your conversation. You're never rudely interrupting a conversation, saying hello to someone. <laughs> rudely interrupting is pushing the guy I'm talking to away. It is fun. Oh, and I got to hand it to our sales girl, uh, Jennifer Gardner, downstairs. The line to go pee at the Phoenix Open was 500 people long. Even in the suites, where they treat you better, they, they don't treat you like you have to be. You know, it's not it's, it better. It's better. 500 deep. And I'm like, I got to pee, and I don't want to stand in that line, so I'll just wait until the end of the day. I have an, um, it's almost godlike ability to hold it. It's amazing. I, I can clinch up. I've been practicing since I was a kid. I have to pee. I'm like, I'll go pee. If there's a line, I'm waiting. I can, I can hoof that. No big deal. If I choose to hold it. Ben Holmberg's morning sickness. The 98 KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. So I told her I'm going to hold it. She goes, you just left to go pee and you came back that fast? I'm like, yeah, this is the line. She goes, there's no line. I'm like, huh? She goes, there's no line. Come with me. I'm like, okay. Jen... Starts going, oh, we got a puker. We got a puker. And I'm, I'm like right with her and holding her arm. Uh, oh, And she starts acting like she's going to throw up the whole way. Everybody moves. Some lady from the Phoenix Open runs to the closest green, you know, because all the little latches on the Porta Johns are red yeah. when they're. She finds the closest green. She goes, get in. And Jen just stops and she goes, there you go. And I'm like, thanks. Oh. I walked right in, took Bro, a leak, move. and she walked back. There's nothing you can do. Wow. Yeah. You get an attractive woman to act like she's going to start throwing up all over the place. And uh, you're, you're going back. All you have to say is, we got a puker. And she walked me right past that line of 800. I didn't know what was going on. She goes, I'll do that for anybody. <coughs> Evidently, she became the person. And nobody's doubling down. Nobody sees it again. <coughs> it was amazing. That is a key move. Concerts now. 
And I'll just fake throwing up. Nobody's going to stop Gardner. it. It was awesome. Yeah. And nobody wants you puking on that fake turf because that's what's up there in those suites. They, it's all carpeted with fake turf all the way to the bathrooms. The Porta Johns, there's hundreds of them sitting there. The line was forever. Yeah, one one throw up on there, then Barfo Rama oh, starts. Well, it would beyond just a that, reaction. they have to stop and they have to cut the bathrooms off, clean that mess up so it doesn't become a big mess, and uh, everybody's going to get more mad. So, hurry the pukers through. Jennifer Gardner, it was incredible. Get him into the blue. It was incredible. And there I was peeing. I was just laughing the whole time, like, this is great. I'll never forget that move. And I'm surprised now that it's out there, you're going to have a slew of everybody wanting to throw up. you got to back that up. You can't just stand there and go, ah, we were fooling, and then get in the back of the line. And kudos to the Phoenix Open lady who's in charge. What a terrible gig she had. She was basically the uh, hostess of the Porta Johns. She'd stop the line, wait for a door to open, and then escort you to the next open stall. Right here. And there was another person that would take So they're just running like valets. All right, right here. We got you right here. Enjoy it in there. She's like Ralph the Dorman from the Jeffersons just coming <laughs> yeah. up there. And- yep. She's just basically wow. making sure everybody's going in. It was incredible. Incredible. I loved every second of it. Saw Ian Schwartz from Channel 3 up there. We were hopping. He was upright? He was, yeah, he, was, he did all right. He did the morning show, weather, on Friday, uh, and then stood in there and hung out with us, which was hilarious. And there was a great moment because a lot of people don't know about uh, Ian's affiliation to the party. You know what I'm saying? He likes the meat stick. Anyway, so Ian's there, and he's, <laughs> and he's with me, and our, my friend Jeff's standing next to us, and uh, I'm talking with Ian. And I said something to him, and I made a joke like I was going to grab his junk, and he leaned into it like he'd started to push forward. And my friend Jeff goes, got to ask a question. <laughs> it was such a great moment. He goes, why did, you, uh, why did you lean into that? That's the big question here. And, and Ian just looked at him and goes, because I wanted him to grab it. And I'm like, yeah, we need to explain something to Jeff about Ian real quick. <laughs> Ian will take a hand job for me right now if uh, offered. And frankly, we'd all be fools to turn it down. Yeah, it was a great time. So much gambling, so much ridiculousness, and uh, just a party. So, And they broke a record for attendance on Saturday somehow through all that cruddy I weather. I can't believe it. Was it. freezing. It was amazing. It was miserable. And they had, they had to stop people from getting in. There's going to be some, uh, you know, there's going to be some backlash on that one. But Any reports pretty... from the Duran Duran on Friday night? No one remembers it. This whole weekend's just a lost weekend for the city because I think everybody kind of is like, what, what, oh, yeah, did I run into you? Did I? Did I try to transport monkey meat from Boston? What, what's going on? You bring a traditional glass of wine? Okay. It is the goat's milk. Although it's not milk, it's its blood. I have it in a separate bag. I saw you on the news last night, Ahusha. Yes, I was stuck in the Boston airport trying to get your delicious monkey meal. I didn't know that's what you were going to bring. I thought it would be like roots and stews. No monkey meat. Would you eat monkey meat? You would. No. Yeah, you would. No. Somebody prepares monkey meat, you'd eat it. Maybe. (laughs) I've seen the restaurant. Well, it's that or a side of broccoli. What are you going to (laughs) take? Well. (laughs) Side of broccoli and some kale. I like. uh, Or monkey meat. And that's what you've got to eat. What are you eating? I'm going broccoli <laughs> cake. Liar, liar. liar. He'd be sitting there, bring on Curious George. I'm all <laughs> saucing the hell out of that. This one's still talking. <laughs> Good night, Coco. 
You would crush monkey meat with boss sauce long before you'd ever eat kale and broccoli by itself. No way. You were a connoisseur of monkey meat. I've seen the restaurants you'll go into. Shack Fu or whatever that place you were bragging on. is just Fiat Shack. Right, yeah, right. I've been in places with you that I've, I've actually turned around at the door and said, I'm not going in there. Why not? I don't, they're dead bodies. I can smell them. Why, you're dumb. And then that door swings open. Everybody inside knows him. I'll have the regular. We'll take three uh, monkey plates and... Yeah. You've probably eaten monkey and don't even know it at some of those restaurants you'll wander into. If Brady sees a strip mall with, like, just anything, food, you're going in there. There's been a couple I won't go in. I turned around and left one of them. You get yeah. lunch and a massage. <laughs> Enjoy your lunch. Yeah, that isn't ranch, my friend. Yeah, you and a, you and a full plate of kale and a full plate of monkey meat. Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare. Easiest decision kale. of your life. Boss sauce. Monkey meat. <laughs> It turns out I kind of like it rare. That's good monkey meat. Then you'd be telling people. It's not bad. I got it off the side of a road from a Russian guy who sells monkey jerky. <laughs> hey, you'll eat on pop-up tents. You'll pull over to see what the guy's got. You've eaten monkey. No question in my mind you've eaten monkey. You don't even know it. One of those Vietnamese places. You told me it was a squirrel. Jesus. Have you ever eaten squirrel? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. That's roadkill. That's yeah. the same as it's not bush good. meat from Africa. Why did you eat squirrel? Part of the uh, growing up hunting, the hunting days, we'd have a game dinner every year with uh, squirrel with dance friends. Yeah, it is. Red fox squirrel. You. Grocery stores in Columbus? Trapping. Muskrat. Oh. Tried muskrat. God. Beaver. Why? It's a safe way, right? That's what I said after I tried. Why? What are we doing here? Get to the good stuff. No, you just don't pull that. Deer, antelope, elk—that's all good. You start getting into the four-legged ones, the deer stuff, like the long. But when you get into the rodents, yeah, that's just a rat with hair on it. I don't. Even I mean, you know, rabbit. Yeah, rabbit's a tough one. I don't like adorable things, and I don't like uh, rats. I'm not eating those. Small birds, either. Yeah, what's the point of like eating a small bird? Quail and might, yeah, those, those Cornish hens where they're a little tiny. They're too cute, and there's not enough meat on them. My dad loves the quail because he makes that stew, but I watched him kill them all, twisting their heads off and stuff, and I'm like, I can't be part of this. This is, I got a Safeway down the road. I grew up different. I grew up not having to kill for it. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Gilbert. Um, well, well done. I watched the news yesterday morning, and uh, all you did was convince the news that there's nobody named Isaiah Oliver on the San Francisco 49ers. I could not believe Channel 3's news. I just am rooting so hard for Brock Purdy, local kid, went to high school here. I mean, who else? I mean, we don't have anybody else we can say that about. Except for the guy starting for the San Francisco 49ers defense, Isaiah Oliver. He got zero push, zero pub, nothing. And I still don't know why Brock Purdy gets all that all that love. And I still blame Kevin Rowe from Lerner and Rowe it would for take making one it obvious. Visit it would, to his high school. Brock was there last week. So oh, I'm sure Kevin drove him there, too. Oh, I, I it's, mean, it's insane, though, that. They act like this city is, you know, a, a, we're not a town of 200 people. 
There have been a lot of guys who have played in the Super Bowl from this city that have never gotten the attention Brock Purdy did. And then somebody had the nerve on TV to say, I mean, he was the last man drafted. Has that ever happened in a Super Bowl where somebody that low? Oh, I don't know. Kurt Warner, you had him for your team in a Super Bowl. Undrafted. Bagging groceries at the high V. Next thing you know, he's the Super Bowl MVP, the league MVP. He's a Hall of Famer. So, yeah. And there's Isaiah Brophy grad. Yeah, this kid's done everything right. That's number, why, maybe. But why don't we celebrate Isaiah? He was a number two overall pick. This dude is a stud. Brock, Brock barely made it. And then, you know, still proud of him and stuff. But, Jesus. He's not going to play for being, you know, he wasn't number 299 in the draft. Right. He's the worst guy drafted before all the non-draftees. And Brock Purdy's a, an amazing story, don't get me wrong, but he's not the only local guy. And I just they were just fawning all over Holly Bach and uh, Kylie. Oh, it's just such, he's our local kid, and we really have to get behind the local kid. I'm like, there's another one. You guys look at me. He's brown. Is that the problem? That's the problem. Is that the issue? It was like, come on. I get it. Brock Purdy, who looks now more than ever exactly like Lee Harvey Oswald. I'll never see anything else. The issue is he he left Gilbert for high school. We went to Brophy. So he didn't. Oh, he, he didn't yeah, get so. the Because Brophy's uh, actual. Outside of outside Gilbert. Outside of Gilbert. So Gilbert is so blind to the outside world, as they've proven in the last Phoenix, few you, months. Is that, uh, yeah. He, it's a slap to the face to the. Gilbert High Schools. Right. You don't expect. So basically what they're saying is we don't expect any of our kids to be successful. It's shocking when they are. That's what Gilbert's announcing. You don't leave Gilbert for high school. Because, okay. <laughs> Why? Brophy, <laughs> a better place than anything Gilbert's got, is uh, top-notch education. Nobody bought Isaiah a billboard. Nobody said, hey, great job. This kid's been killing it since high school. He's just, boy, talk about, well, nobody knows who he is. He's. Yeah, but you don't know because nobody here got behind him. There were a couple other kids who were Arizona, but they're not like big names. Yeah. Brock Brock's the quarterback. He's the easy sell, and everybody has a wide receiver. Brandon. Well, I two but, years at ASU. I asked that question yeah. too. I'm like, it was just two years. Ah, right? He was only here for a couple of years. I'm like, okay, Phil Mickelson was only here for a couple of years. Everybody acted like he owned Arizona for a little while, and the dude was doing commercials for his home state of California. Yeah, we ignore that. Never ever do we wrap our arms around Barry Bonds. Quiet. He's in it. Here's he, there's that Arizona guy you want to. No, 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 no. Quiet There's a couple of the, you know Austin Matthews. And there's we kind of Brock Purdy got all the love. Oh, those girls were fawning all over Mother Oh, it's, it's just a feel-good story. I don't even care about who wins. I just want Brock Purdy's just. It's just such a magical thing to have somebody from Arizona in the Super Bowl. I'm like, you kind of. There's a brown kid over there. That one right there. He plays. He's really good too. It yeah. could be, uh, you know, like the Phil Mickelson thing. It could be claiming Gronk this whole time. He went to U of A. Yeah, nobody ever wow. spent as much time as. I missed my kick at that, didn't he? <laughs> like he's just, oh my God. What's that? The oh. worst kick ever. And I love that they dress him up like a cartoon goon to kick that ball. <laughs> I want to kick the kick at that, didn't he? Okay. Are you deaf a little bit? What's going on? You're going to miss it, Gronk. Yeah. And was John Cena involved? And then, oh, we'll get into it when Louis Moses gets here, but the Carl Weathers thing. The, the, the bar clapped. Like, yeah. oh, that was nice. In memoriam. Like, no, they just didn't, they just didn't have time to reshoot that. 
dead Carl Weathers. It was. It's just so weird how we fawned over Brock, and I get it. But if you, if I'd have bought billboards for Isaiah Oliver, so this guy went here too. Oh, you're just being a dick. Like why? Why is? Oh, you're just you're just mad about the Brock. Well, no, it's another kid from Arizona. I thought we were supporting all the local. Bo- oh, just the adorable white one. Okay. His story's better, is it? I like I like his success story. I like the kid that dominated high school, crushed it, went to college, crushed it, number two pick, crushed it, ends up in the Super Bowl. That's that's the one I'm celebrating. Good for Brock Purdy, but <laughs> naming streets after him and <laughs> like, coming out Wednesday, crazy. right? Who's that? We're having a parade. No, are, are they going to Brock parade him? For, the yeah. Brock parade. Good run this year. Yeah. John Holmberg's morning sickness, the ninety-eight. Holmberg's morning sickness. I'll rock out with my Brock out. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're going to kick ass with that? Yeah. It's just really strange. And I think I think Brett's right. They didn't take it to Browntown. That's right. Brophy kid. Maybe Brophy's like, we don't want to let people know that we're recruiting. <laughs> oh, I was in your yeah, corner. I let one in. I know. Ayuk. I was proud of you, too, an ASU kid making plays. And, Big eh, catches. Eh, none of that matters. I don't know if Isaiah's family's here. That, I, I assume they're called the Arizona Connection when he passed to Oh, yeah. Iuke. Yeah. Purdy to Ayuk. Oh, without Arizona, that doesn't happen at all. Or does it? <laughs> Did Iowa lose its mind because Brock Purdy was? I don't know. He went to Iowa. He left Iowa here. State, man. I yeah, know. He went to, but I'm saying the whole state. Of, doesn't matter. The whole city went nuts. Kevin Rowe to get a multiple uh, billboards yep. now, not just Brock. Yep. Now, uh, now we should have made a deal with Kevin Rowe to get a billboard and go, what the f*** happened, Brock? You lost. Suck. <laughs> I spent money on a billboard supporting you. Oh, no, then they'll do that miserably sad. Like, we still love you. Loser. That's basically what we still love you means. We know you're an idiot, but we still love you. To put the word still in we love you means you did something bad. Don't worry. We still love you. Oh, thanks. That might as well just said, even though you're a loser, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll still talk about you in a favorable way. Don't do it again, though. If Purdy does it again. And loses? Yeah. I have to wonder if the Cardinals were any good, if any of that would have happened. If the Cardinals were decent, and the 49ers and Cardinals had like a real battle for the division, would it have been as accepted? I still just, it makes me sick. That people here in this town weren't like bothered by that. I'm watching the news, girls. Little Lee Harvey. My one friend texted me because evidently, uh, was it before the game that he he got engaged to his girlfriend? I think so. Yeah. Here's what I always think, and if you're a pro athlete or you're a kid going pro, uh, my one friend's son's going to Penn State for football next year. It's pretty cool. Always remember. Do not get engaged before the big contract. Because your high school sweetheart won't look the same after the big contract. (laughs) You're going to start looking at her like, hmm. Now I have a big contract and uh, you're not really something I would have chosen. Why did Mahomes do what he did? Mahomes did what he did. And look, he's like, he's 2.0-er. Trouble ahead. he, he He stuffed things in where there weren't things before. Make, she's she's on point. She's got mommy makeover after the baby. She looks, you know, she's in shape. 
Chris Bryant. Look what happened to him. The Cubs superstar married his high school sweetheart, and she was meh. It's a feel-good story. Yeah, and then uh, his whole career fell apart after the contract, after he got married. You don't get pro athletes. You, you golf with pro athletes. Just don't. It's a rarity that 85%. that's going to work out. Especially when you drag Break one up. when you drag one in from oblivion, and I don't know this girl's story, but he he asked her to marry, and I'm like, before the contract? No, 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 sir. Because you, you got to preen up the next. It's going to be ugly. He's got to preen up his contract. There's no agent or lawyer in Brock Purdy's corner right now, faith, family, or otherwise that they keep bragging on that isn't going to tell him, Brock, you're young. She's young. You guys are about to come into a different world here. You got to preen up the new contract. You got to make sure that all future earnings there's an there's an escape clause. No, I didn't get married for that. I know because you're you're in your early twenties. Don't be a f- moron. You, got, you can't. You're going big contract here in a second. I can't do that for three more years. I know. She's locking in. She's getting hooks in. Don't get married till you're forty, kid. She ain't going nowhere. I want Kevin Rowe to put up a billboard that says, "Brock, hold off the wedding until you're forty. Yeah, she ain't going no. anywhere. No. She's smart. And, and you know what? They put billboards up for her. She's the big winner here. Getting engaged to Brock Purdy is about as brilliant as it gets. I take a look at that every winter league, uh, fall league baseball. I see the girls scouting. I see the ones who had a baby put in them by one of those players out there. He's like 24, and he's going to try to break into the big still. And he's got that lady. Just I saw a couple of them. My friend Craig and I are like, look at this one. She's staring over the dugout, and she was talking to a guy who's Cardinals prospect or something. And he, you know, there she was. She looked great. And I'm like, ah, this kid's the number two prospect in their organization. She knows what she's doing. Maybe work it out like a pro con- contract. You know, get the league minimum your first year. Yeah. If things pan out on performance. That's actually. That's, you know, well, then you could get an, an offer. Not a, a bad idea. Deal. That's not a bad idea to have an agent represent your wedding and your marriage to your relationship. Say, look, you're dealing with a different animal here. And, and define injury. Like, does... Putting on eighty pounds is that goes under injury. Sorry, we have to cut. When you. he signs the deal, she should get a signing bonus and a taste, <laughs> and then like options. And he should he could be able to option out of her being part of that every two or three years. Fact, deal. Trust me, Giselle Bunchen did it to Tom Brady because she made more than him, and she had a bounce back thing on her deal that said he doesn't get any of this. He makes his own. He was she was making sixty million dollars a year. Tom Brady was making twenty. And she of course she did, and she was right, said you're not if anything goes south, we just go our separate ways. Now, again, twenty million is a lot. But when you're used to sixty, twenty million is nothing. You start living that sixty he had to cut back. At twenty million a year he had to cut back. Is Brock's girl from here too? I think so, but I don't know. Oh, maybe maybe Kevin will put some uh, billboards up yeah. of her next. Yeah, congratulations. The real winner. Yeah. In the Brock Purdy sweepstakes. Yeah, because they had it on TMZ, the girlfriends, wives and girlfriends of the players. San Francisco wins this by a mile. Taylor Swift, Brittany Mahomes. I don't know what the hell one of the – and then you start rolling into the 49ers. Wow. Culpo. Use McCaffrey, McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's Culpo. Yeah, That's yeah, Culpo. Culpo. McCaffrey's yeah. girl is Olivia Culpo and Juszczyk's wife, Kristen Juszczyk. And then just right down the line. And then Purdy with his high school sweetheart's like, all right, let's, let's not count that one quite yet. Lee Harvey hasn't, hasn't hit his target. I don't trust it. I wouldn't trust anybody that way. But 
It's love. And when you're in your early 20s, it feels real. But man, oh, man. I see a Bernie Kosar situation happening here with Brock Purdy. A few years from now, he's going to be playing. He'll be 44 and he'll still be playing because somebody took all his money. You got to worry about that. But congratulations, Gilbert. Your guy, your guy was pretty darn good. He'll be back. I'm proud of him. Super Bowl is over. Now what? Suns, I guess. We look forward to that. Baseball's right around the corner. The Heat. Uh, Mercury got the All Star game. Uh, there's When's not, that happen? Just uh, wake me when football starts all over, if you don't mind. The draft. Yeah. I got the draft in April. Wake me for that. Yeah. I'll rip Van Winkle to that, and then uh, we'll wait till August again. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop, of course. And uh, I'm sure the boys have been very busy with all the weather that's going on up north. But uh, they got all the stuff you're going to need to head on up north with the you know skis, snowboards, bindings, all the uh, accessories you can handle. And if you don't want to do that, we'll just head on over and uh, jump on a bike. They got the best line of uh, all the mountain bikes, you know, Pivot, Rocky Mountain, Santa Cruz, you name it, they got it. Action Ride Shop. Dot com or just go visit Josh and the boys over there, and they're going to take care of you. And <laughs> what's so funny? I just saw this. Scott Haynes said, "They said, remember though that uh, the, you forgot the part of the story of the monkey meat that had a thing in the side of it says uh, Porkopolis. Oh, I was at Brady's original. That's the reason it got shut down in the first place. You had some monkey meat over there. He's going to fly in from the Congo, and he said something about an edible orange. I don't. I didn't understand. But it's like a bunch of oranges they make. No, no." Edible orangutan. You didn't understand. I bring in primate. I love him, though. You know, he's the prince of Congo. I'm going to get 10 million. She was all coming together. Yeah. I just don't trust that flight at all. I don't know what city's in the Congo, but Congo to Boston is not a... That's a direct I don't ever want to be on. How bad has my life gotten if I'm catching a flight from the Congo into Boston? And how racist Boston has to be to those flights coming in from the Congo. Boston's the most racist city in the country. They got flights from the Congo leaking out? Oof. God damn it. That's all you hear when that one lands. You kidding me? More? God damn it. This is what happens when Tommy leaves. I call you a Duncan. Bobby. Uh, on the list, uh, Bad Omens, Motionless and White, uh, and then we got some for the Olstein shooter, uh, Mudvayne, Determined, uh, Filter, Hey Man, Nice Shot, Another One Bites Dust, yeah. Take Out the Gunman. Take Out the Gunman's uh, a yeah. solid one. Uh, Anthrax, Ted Nugent's Free For All for the Phoenix Open on Saturday, um, <laughs> Faith No More, Hell Yeah, Ailstorm, Fear, and Allison Chains. In this case, though, it's Take Out the Gun Woman. This is our first female mass shooter. Now there were no deaths, right? Uh, I think I think there were. Actually. I didn't. Well, she got. Killed. I think two She's injured. Dead. She died. Just, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see that. I don't know. She just. They said that she shot. And the kids like, in critical condition. Ton of shots. So, yeah, I don't. Uh, I think she was just bumping some rounds in there, and there's some injuries. In the I don't think there's. Yeah, they killed her by officer. I didn't see if she got anybody or not. I hope not. Yeah. Okay. Good. Killed the shooter. Two other people were shot and injured, including a five-year-old boy who was in critical condition. And that's one she brought to the party. It's nuts. That is just flat-out crazy. That no one got hurt except her, which I'm fine with. And they had to plug the little kid, too, because he's standing out. She used him as a shield or something. That's a nuts story.
sixth on the list of my stories today in order. Super Bowl stuff, Kelsey. We'll get into the commercials with uh, Louis Moses. He's an advertising super genius, and he'll come in here and break it out. Again, another one where I, I actually went back and watched them all. Yeah, pretty good batch of commercials this year. Not a lot of great ones, but a, a bunch of good ones. I like the Arnold one. Yeah, we'll have a few. We'll talk to Louie about that in a little while. There's a few good ones in there. I really have questions about one that uh, made me uncomfortable, especially because Lee Harvey Oswald was currently quarterbacking the 49ers. And then you see this throwback video, and you're like, oh, my God, I don't like this at all. But, yeah, we'll get into it with Louie in a little while. Uh, in the meantime, I like take out the gunman. All right. Celebrating the gunman being dropped like a bad habit. Plus, U-Fest tickets, which everybody last night at CB Live seemed really excited to be part of, wanting to go to U-Fest and stuff. Which was cool. Because the, the dude in the front, I've never seen Chevelle. I'm dying to see Chevelle. I'm like, awesome. We'll get you out on that thing. So Chevelle's going to be there. Of course, The Offspring, Motionless and White. It's going to be a hell of a show. It's April 26th. We got that to look forward to. That's a good thing. Concerts, great weather. I don't know. Football season ends. It's always kind of like the death of something. Unless you're a Chiefs fan. And they're just living high. And that's some high cotton Chiefs have been in lately. Oh, man. People are going to start talking about them being as good as the Patriots dynasty, and I don't know. That is one hell of a hell of a run they're on. Patrick Mahomes is now the youngest yeah. quarterback by two. He beat Brady He's almost by two years to get three under thirty to get three Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. There aren't many guys who have done that. So. Are we tired of the Chiefs yet? That's the crazy part. By this time, you know, the third Super Bowl out of four. By the time the Patriots won their third one, we wanted everyone on that team dead. I don't feel that same hate for the Chiefs. I don't know why. Maybe it's their dopey, humpty-dumpty coach that makes them kind of like, ah, how do you hate these guys? Taylor Swift isn't helping, but it sure does seem like they get a little bit more love across the nation than... I think it's because we never got Giselle jammed down our throat like we are with with Taylor, too. Nobody hates them. Everybody kind of liked... The Chiefs, nobody hates the Chiefs. The Patriots had just massive amount of hate pretty much immediately. I think it's because they stole Super Bowls. The tuck rule, the tapes. Like it just kept getting worse and worse. And they weren't nice. They weren't affable. Belichick was always a dick. Like I got caught. Brady was yeah. like not a human. Brady and, wasn't you know, human. He's yeah. human now. But it's yeah, it's just a it's a weird thing that the Patriots were so hated so immediately. And the Chiefs just coasting through and it's like, nah, only you know, Raider fans and and nobody really hates the Chiefs outside of Denver and Oakland. I don't think the Chargers fans care about their own team enough. How many commercials was Brady in yesterday? Like three or four. Yeah, he was in a few. He's yeah, he did a few. He made his twenty mil. Yeah, he got it back. He got that Giselle money. Take that, lady. Your your looks are fading, and Tom Brady's money's going up. You don't get any of that either. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 